Roll for Romance is a podcast featuring four friends thirsty for D20. Welcome to Roll for Romance. I'm your DM, Emily, and with me, I have three incredible adventurers. Today, we are... (laughs) Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Today, we are doing our final consultation, for now, with the romance angels. After this, we won't know what to do with our relationship. The angels need to go away for a while. They need to get their angel power back. Yes. Recharge the angel crystals. Let's start with Holly slash Ferris. Ferris received the angel romance card of heart-to-heart conversations. Honestly discuss your feelings with each other. Which is always good advice. How are you feeling? Um. Oh, oh you're having a heart-to-heart with me. That's what I'm doing right now. I feel great. How are you? As I stare at you, how are you feeling? We will have to have a heart-to-heart discussion hopefully if we aren't being straight up murked yeah i have a question for you actually do you think ferris is the type of person that easily has a heart to heart or does she try to keep things closer to her chest i think it depends on who she is speaking to i think with someone like her pals she would be very earnest and sincere but i also think she is capable of being such a butthole yeah and would definitely show faux vulnerability to get someone to be vulnerable with her (laughs) Yes. yes. All right. Next, we have Desiree slash Hilrana. I got keep an open mind, and it's a guy with two ladies, and I feel keep mind open. Some uh, nude children. They're cupids. Yeah, he's got a butt. Wait, is that a stick? okay so it looks like this this little cherub is about to beat that guy in the head with a stick cherubs with billy clubs yeah maybe it's that the romance is supposed to be with the woman and the guy's like hey ladies and the the, the baby's like back off get out of here here you go yeah your soulmate may differ from your usual type and expectations (gasps) that is unfortunate news for my husband <laughs> but for Helrana, what do you think that says for her? What's her usual type? I don't think Helrana even knows anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Dun dun dun. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Surprise twist: Helrana hooks up with Lady Cassie. <laughs> what? I was thinking that. What would happen if she came at me and I just kissed her? <laughs> Let's oh find God. out. <laughs> Stay tuned. For- <laughs> yeah. Baron Blood release. No, my beloved but- Cosimo. <laughs> well, you kiss him I mean, too. We're, we're keeping an open mind. I'm so. just going to kiss everyone. <laughs> this is so, so good. I wish this will happen. Okay, please. You know, you do what you think well, I don't feel like I have consent to kiss everyone in the room. That's so. fair. What about Lanny slash Sarah? Mine says honeymoon. Enjoy the bliss of holiday time together. Aww. And it has two people on like a canal boat and the boatsman is an angel. Ooh. Ooh. And they're in Venice. What would Lanny's ideal honeymoon be? Wow, that is a good, good question. 
that's why they pay me the big bucks <laughs> but I do not have an immediate answer to it, it's okay I feel like Lanny would go for like old school romance like, oh yeah I think right now Lanny's telling herself that she doesn't care about that stuff but yeah. she really that's does that's why I feel like she yeah it's- yeah that's how I spent my 30s yeah <laughs> I don't actually need that stuff. I'm better than yeah. no, I'm not. You're I'm not. not yeah. You need it. All right. And me, Emily. It says, new love. A new person has stirred your romantic feelings. And it's a woman with a basket and a knight kneeling in front of her with a rose. And of course, Ooh. some cherubs surrounding them because they always have to be there. For like a crazy split second, I didn't realize you were describing the card. And I thought you were telling us that you had a new interest that was a woman that had a basket. And I'm like, yeah. where'd you meet her? <laughs> I mean, hey, ladies <laughs> out there with baskets. I think it's something about the Call way. <laughs> Basket lady. So you can get signed to those DMs. Uh, Make sure you include the basket. Yeah. I think that it's the, the way Emily reads the cards or something, because that has happened to me more than once where she reads it and I'm, I'm like, oh my God, is she telling us? Like, yeah. oh. like that has seriously happened more than once. I just believe everything Emily says. See, like, I think that's my problem she's, too. She's like, and a lady with the basket. I'm like, oh my God, where'd you meet the lady with the basket? <laughs> Uncle, I am so pleased to be home again. Mirador held many delights, but I was growing a bit homesick. I hope you do not mind. I have brought back a guest to attend Cosima's birthday party. She is a charming, lovely woman. I fear she may have taken my nature to be a bit boring. You know how anxious I can get when talking about myself and around beautiful people. If it is alright, I would love to allow her and her servants to spend the night with us. Perhaps it would give me a chance to make a better, more open impression on my companion for the party. She has also mentioned that she is an acquaintance of your beloved and would love a chance to reconnect with her. By the way, did the Duchess open my gift yet? I was hoping to replace it with something even better. Oh, she did. And she loves it. Well, I suppose that is good to hear. We're not going to start with Duchess Cosima and Hilrana and the confrontation that was happening last time. But instead, we're going to go back a little bit in time. And go back to what Ferris and Lanny were doing with the servants Esme and Franck. So they have offered to show you around, to take Hilrana's luggage to the room that she'll be staying in, and just to do whatever you guys want to do as their fellow servants. They will lead you around the side of the building and to a servant's entrance, which is a stairwell that goes down a little bit into the ground, to the basement level. You are entering through a narrow hallway, which goes past a number of doors, and she says, these are the servant quarters where Frank and I would be happy to give you our room for the evening if you would like to stay there. Where will you sleep? Oh, it's not a problem. Oh, are you certain? And Frank says, yes, it's fine. Well, if, if you're sure, I, I... Thank you? There is also an antechamber to 
your mistress's room, it, there isn't a bed in there, but I suppose you could stay in there if you wanted to. I'm sure she wouldn't have any problem with that. I would hate to take your room. Are you sure? I don't know, Ferris. What do you think? I, I don't want to put y'all out, and we may want to be there to attend to Miss Hilrana's nighttime routine. Ah, uh, yes. She does have that uh, very intensive skincare routine. That yes. We have. yes. Of course. Well, if you change your mind, just come and knock on this door, and we will vacate the room. Well, thank come you. With me. Very considerate of you. Oh my How long have you been working here, may I ask? Oh, Frank and I have been working here since we were. Well, we didn't work here. We grew up here. The head butler and the head maid of the manor. They are our parents. So we've lived here our whole lives and worked here for maybe two to three years. Oh, so your mother and father, they've they have worked here since they were young? Or? Yes. Our family goes back many generations working here for the Baron oh. and the Baron's family. Oh, Anyway, come huh. with me and I will show you the kitchen, and she will lead you down a hallway. There is a very nice, clean kitchen that's, there are a number of servants bustling around preparing dishes for the evening's meal. She says, there is a pantry over there, as well as a wine cellar, if you need anything from there. Feel free to help yourself to anything that is down here, and anything that your mistress may need. Thank you so much. There is also a servant dining area, and she shows you that. There's a laundry if anything needs to be washed. And then here, she points to two doors. This is the office of the head maid and the office of the head butler. Well, I did have a question, Esme. Yes. Loriana, we do love to be busy. Do you think that there may be um, a uniform for us to wear if we might want to help pass out beverages or hors d'oeuvres, or, you know, just to be helpful and to stay busy. I don't see that that would be a problem. Wonderful. The Baron would prefer if the servants do not interact too much with the guests. Oh, of course. But I've never found that to be a problem. Oh, oh, okay. Neither have I. Oh, well, all right. Sugars, um, I'll keep that in mind. But yes, of course, I, I do think we'd love to be helpful. Oh, yes, of course. That's yes. so just. Mm. I suppose that you can serve drinks, she says to Karen, a.k.a. <laughs> and what would you like to do? The same or something else? Either way would be fine. What what jobs are there to be done at the party? You could serve food. You could serve drinks. Once they are done with dinner, you could help clear away dishes. But the servers will be bringing up the plates of food and then taking them away. Of course. If you wanted to help down in the kitchens, you're always welcome to help clean whatever you think you would do best with. I would be happy to carry drinks. Wonderful. The drink hour is happening currently, but there will also be drinks with dinner, so perhaps you can help with that. Yes, thank you. Okay, I will go tell the others that they don't need to do that, and they can find something else to do. She goes off and then Frank is standing there. So, if you're going to be serving, let me show you the servant stairs. And we will take you also up, well, I will take you up to your mistress's quarters. Thank you. He will lead you up those, and you are in another narrow hallway that looks like it's a servant's hallway. There are these two doors at the end, and he will tell you, this will take you to the dining hall. Please be careful with the doors. They are difficult to see from the insides, but do not leave them open for very long. 
as it detracts from the atmosphere. Uh, there's a set of stairs going up on the other end of this hallway, and he will take you up those, so up to the second level of the building, and down through a somewhat hidden door as you come out. It looks like it's behind a portrait. Apologies, but there was a last-minute guest, and the quarters that we were going to give to your mistress were taken by her. Instead, we will have to put you in the other guest chambers. They have not been prepared, but I can assist you if you need help. Oh, yes, please. Thank you, Frog. So he will lead you into a bedchamber. The quarters are dusty and they have a number of tapestries in there that look like they've been a bit moth-eaten. It's decorated in dark purples and golds. There are a lot of pieces of furniture that have drop covers over them to protect them from things. So he will bustle around and start taking those off. There is a entrance, like sitting area that has a small couch, a desk, and then a doorway that goes into the main bedroom area. And then from the main bedroom area, there is another chamber that is the, the bath chamber. Everything looks kind of a little bit tarnished or dusty. You can see in the bedchamber, there's a fireplace that looks like it hasn't been used in a very long time. Probably some spiders hanging out in there. And then the back of the room, there are a set of windows where you can see over the back side of the estate. You are currently in the east wing of the manor. The West Wing is for the family. Please try to stay on this side unless the family requests you to go over there. Thank you, Frank. Of course. Do you need anything else? Esme is getting you your uniforms. No, I think we're just going to tidy up the room for Miss Hilrana. Of course. Here, let me get you some supplies. Thank you. And he goes away to get you some supplies to clean. Who in the hell's replacing Hilrana with this... Good lord, they better be important. Ferris is going to stomp around. <laughs> I wonder if that's really what happened. I didn't see any other guests. Frank comes back. He comes back with a bucket of water and soap and some cloths and some fresh linens for the bed. Apologies. I'm sorry that we did not do this ahead of time. May I ask who the other guest was? Ah, uh, yes. Countess Amani Alcide came very suddenly. The Baron did not think that she was going to attend, but she showed up about an hour ago, and of course we had to accommodate her. Oh yes, of course. Of course. Well, thank you for this. Um, we'll get we'll get to work. All right. Drinks will be serving for dinner in fifteen to twenty minutes. Oh, so we please get hustle. dressed yeah. when you are ready. How, do we have our uniforms yet? Esme will come up in a, in a minute okay. and bring you the uniforms. Ferris is going to run around, show up in the windows, and try to start a fire, I guess, and whip those dust cloths off. Yeah. But then, yeah, she's anxious to get to the hot goss. You can get, uh, the logs are a little bit musty yeah. and an unpleasant odor comes from them when you finally get them lit, like maybe they're a bit moldy yeah. and some spiders skitter out. But yeah, it's it's more more usable now. Well, and to be honest, Ferris is thinking she's probably going to be sleeping there tonight too. Yeah, so yeah definitely. motivating to for her to get some stuff done. Um, if you want to, before you leave the room, you can make an investigation check. Sure. Sounds good. Just to see if there's anything you notice. Seven. Twelve. Seven. You pretty much just see those spiders yeah. and get a little bit of musty stuff, like I said, from the fireplace. Lanny, you don't really notice anything particular. You do go in and turn on the tap to the tub and it comes out this very rusty, gross color at first, like it hasn't been yeah. used in a while. But that tracks with everything else. Other than that, you don't notice anything particularly strange with that investigation check. 
All right. So let's go back to where we last left Hilrana. Duchess Cosima has come right up to your face, screamed at you about being a liar, and she has a drink in her hand. Looks like she might throw it at you. <gasps> what are you doing in that moment, Hilrana? Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to duck. Okay, let's do an initiative roll to oh see if, if who you duck before she throws the, her drink oh in your no, face. Where's my day 20? Oh, no. <laughs> and I'll also roll for Luke because he's there with you too and you're his date. Oh God, before. Do you see her hand moving as if she's going to toss her drink in your face? Luke with just supernatural reflexes grabs the drink from her hand and takes it and he says my dear Cosima I it looks like you were about to spill this here let me get you something different and he will take that because he got a nat 20 on his initiative and she just glares at you so that was the initiative Lorana is really into Luke all of a sudden I'll make a persuasion check for him to see if I'll calm her down Luke I suppose that's all right, but why did you bring this woman here with you? Do you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, you're welcome. For what? I rescued your niece. I wouldn't believe that. You've lied about being at the bridal shower. What else would you lie about? You can make a persuasion check if you want to. Oh, that's a terrible persuasion. And Luke will give you advantage by saying, Cosima, do you think that I would bring anyone so rude and unthoughtful with me to your birthday party? That's right, baby. Defend your woman. I did better without Luke's help. Uh, 14. That's right. <laughs> 14. Um, she glares at you. She's still visibly upset. Well, I suppose that maybe you were the one to help. I know that you were with that wonderful musician that helped out. I heard about him, but... Oh, yes. Lanny is wonderful. We're actually very good friends. You obviously have very good taste if you like Lanny, because they are fabulous. And I suppose that if Lanny likes you, then you can't be entirely bad. And at this point, the Baron comes over, seeing things have de-escalated a little bit. Darling, is everything all right? Yes, it's fine. I was just reacquainting myself with an old friend. And she places her hand on, on your shoulder and gives a, a fake smile. Yes, uh, Duchess Cosima and I met at the bridal shower. Oh, yes, I have heard something about that, but were you one of the ones that saved dearest Princess Celeste? I was. Unfortunately, though, before that, I was pretending to be someone else, so we didn't meet under the best circumstances, but I hope we can recover after that. Fosima, I am a bit disappointed in you. You know that sometimes in order for good things to happen and to take care of the ones that you love, that you must sometimes not be entirely honest. <laughs> uh, does he work with Greg? I suppose you're right it's just I come from you know the noble family and so things are a bit different I, I'm sorry oh Duchess Cosima I do not blame you at all it was very very untoward of me to pretend to be someone I wasn't for fun I wasn't thinking sometimes when I'm having fun I am I hope that I'm harmless, mostly. I didn't mean to cause you any trouble, but I definitely did not intend to cause you any harm. 
but I fully understand why you would be upset. My dear, it is it is in the past now. We should talk later this evening. I believe the seats are already set, but I I would like to try to forge a, a new relationship based on honesty. I would love that, and I very much look forward to it. Excellent. Well, thank you, Cosima, for being so, so kind and generous. And she perks up a little bit. Oh, yes, well, you know me. <laughs> Baron, will you take me to the dining room? And he offers his arm. They kiss passionately. Um, and she doesn't call him Baron. She would say she would say Logan, because that's his Logan. first name. Or, or was she? <laughs> Baron. Oh. Baron. <laughs> So they head off because it is now time to eat. Yay! 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 Eating people? I mean, <laughs> what's going what on is here, in this though? Food? So everyone is led through a set of doors from this entry hall into the dining hall. Luke offers his arm to you and gives you a comforting smile, a bit of an apologetic smile for what just occurred. You enter a formal dining room lit by a glittering chandelier. The dark wood paneled room quickly fills as guests find their seats at a long, elegantly set dining table. The Baron and Duchess reluctantly part to sit at the heads of the table. Luke will take you over towards where the Baron's end of the table is, and he will sit next to the Baron. You can sit next to Luke, and then across from you is a woman that you have not seen yet. A gorgeous pale woman with auburn hair, very curvy violet eyes, sits across from you. Her dress is impeccable. It's a amethyst color gown to match her eyes a little bit and everything is just perfectly in place. And then next to her is a very handsome half-elf man who is wearing an elegantly tailored suit and a tie that matches her dress. So that's who's in there. And then next to you, you have a couple he'll run. There's a woman sitting next to you and then a man on her other side and they both are half-orcs dressed in very fancy formal wear. And then diagonally from you is Pascal, the guy that Hilrana had spent some time with. He looks much more formal now, but you can still see his. He'll do like some finger guns yeah. on him. Like, hey, buddy. He'll do some finger guns <laughs> with you. So that's at your end. On the other end, you can see on the far end near the Duchess is Shannon It and a companion with her. Some other people, there's a dwarf sitting next to Pascal, but the table's very long. So I'm only giving you information about the people that are sitting somewhat close to you because I'm not going to list Please describe everyone. They all sound amazing. people that are sitting at this table. I was thinking, how you were describing them, I was like, man, I wish this was a TV show. I wish yeah. I could just listen to Emily it's get like Bridgerton. I want to describe everyone. <laughs> no, but I just wanted to give you information about who is surrounding you, and they can, they can introduce themselves as well as the dinner progresses. But is there anything you want to do, Hilrana, as you sit down? Um... Okay, makes sense. Luke will pull the chair out for you. A servant was going to, but he does it before that. I'll smile at him graciously. And he gives you a very, very sexy smile. Oh. blushes. I don't, know, I don't know how a smile is sexy, but I'm trying to... Hey, the, no, I've seen some sexy yeah. smiles. Yeah. And, you're like, okay. And then he'll help push you in right. and then takes a seat next to you. The Baron flourishes his uh, cape. I guess he's wearing a cape now. Yeah, nice. Of course, of course he's wearing, he's wearing a cape. Jesus. Flourishes his cape and uh, one of the servants behind him catches it and folds it neatly and he pulls the chair out for himself. He's like, no, no, it's fine. And sits down and looks around at the guests. 
Thank you, everyone, for coming <laughs> to this glorious celebration of my dearest Cosima. Now, let us begin the delightful feast. And servants come out. This is when you guys will be ushered out. Excellent. So Ferris, Lanny can come out. By the way, whenever he threw his cape up into the air, it was definitely like one of those anime things where oh, it just yeah. shows the cape fluttering yes. in the air. And like, yeah, everybody's definitely. like, oh. Mm -hmm. Even if he turns out to be evil, I still love Gary. He's amazing. Good, I'm glad. He could murder everyone in this room, and I would still be like, wow. And we probably can't do it because of copyright, but I'm dying for him to be like, have a drink or two. Yes. Two drinks. One, two, three drinks. amazing. Those bats show up out of nowhere. Lightning flash. What Emily left out is that Pascal's suit is like impeccable, but has a mesh panel on the back. So you can yes. see his yes. tramp stamp of a dick. Yes. I love it. Yeah. That is, uh, thank you for reminding us of that. Also, you mesh, see a flash of it as he sits down in the chair. Mesh back suits should be a thing. They should be. Yeah. It's classy yet trashy. You're covered, but not. Let's make it happen. Speaking Amazing. of classy slash trashy, the fashions here are, everyone looks really well put together, but all of the outfits are definitely on the sexier side of things. Perfect. It's just a sexy vibe all around this party. Where was I? Oh yes, you were coming out with drinks, so you all are instructed to just go out and, and get drink orders from people for what they would like with their first course. And people come out with a soup for you, a dark red soup and place it in front of you, Hilrana. The server will say, It's human blood. Yeah. This, yeah. this is a beet and root vegetable soup. Oh, it's a cold. It's a, it's a cold soup. It's like borscht. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yes. I love beet soup. It is, I've always found it comforting, but if you do not like anything, then I, I'm sure that I can get them to make you something else, Hilrana. Oh no, this is wonderful. Yes, if anyone needs anything different, I will be happy to give you something else. Uh -oh. mm. <laughs> 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 so, it's like I'm a little afraid and a little turned off. Yeah. Who are you guys going? So who are Lanny and Ferris going to go bring slash serve drinks to? Throughout I'm immediately this going to Lady Shannon it. Oh, shit. And I'm going to keep looking at Lanny being like, huh? 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 <laughs> A glass of red wine, please. Certainly, madam. I'll be right back. Just get a perception check. No. Stop recognizing people. Uh, make a deception check for me just to see how, how different you look in your costume. That is a 21. Apologies for staring. You, you looked familiar for a moment. Anyway, she goes and talks to her companion next to her. Who are you going to? I'm going to start with Pascal. Pascal! Pascal will see you and he, he kind of is like, Oh, you're not, you weren't, you're not coming to the party? I mean, I guess you're servants, but yeah. if you want to be my, my date, I can always ask for another chair. Ooh. I'll think about it. Thank you. Screw servant drinks. That seems boring. Oh, it's all right. Okay. Well, you know. What, did, what can I get you? Just water. Oh, all right. Do you want to go and try to talk to anybody else? Because I know this is not the most exciting thing, but if you want to do anything while you are serving drinks, 
Well, please let me know. would hustle because she just wants to see if she can overhear as many names as possible just to make a note of who is at this party. Sure. Okay. Um, I think that I'm not going to make you guys roll. No. As you go around and give drinks, you can hear people introducing themselves. The woman next to Hilrana, the half-orc, she will say, Hi, a pleasure to meet you. I'm Nerissa. And you are? Oh, a pleasure to meet you, Nerissa. I am Hilrana. Hilrana, lovely. And you must be Luke's date. Yes, of course. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yes, I am. Luke, your date looks charming. Me and my, my dear Bart may have to steal you away for a while. Oh, do you all live around here? Where are you from? We're from South Glass. Ooh, South Glass. I've never been it's there. It's to the south and east of oh. the woods. What is it like? It's near the Glass Lake, and it's it's quite beautiful this time of year. Anyway, why are we talking about this when because... we could be talking about where you got that dress? And Bart says, yes, that looks, it's a nice dress. Oh, thank you. I actually made it myself. What? No, you didn't. Spider silk. What? Well, the nice thing about spider silk is it sticks to itself, so you really don't have to sew. Do you mind? And she's she's going to ask if she can she can touch oh, of it. Of course. She reaches down on the thigh part of your dress and just touches Very it a little forward. bit. She's not. She doesn't yeah. do it in a super creepy way. <laughs> well, you, I mean, it doesn't have sleeves. No, no, it's, it's yeah, very no. slinky and like strapless. I mean, yeah. it's got like tiny little spaghetti straps and it's. Yeah, so she's not going to touch your boobs. There's really not a lot of fabric there, so she'd kind of... The thigh is probably the best place to go for. Um, Across from you, you see this, that auburn-haired pale woman. She looks very stern. As Ferris, you come around to serve her, she gives you a beautiful smile and says, Mm. Keep the drinks coming. What's your name? uh, Karen. Karen. Mm -hmm. A very plain name for her. Very beautiful woman. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I shouldn't keep you though. Oh, well, you can feel free to keep me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She will look over to you and smile at, and her companion that's sitting next to her just is sitting there, kind of looking slightly dejected. Um, Oh, oh, no. uh, He flushes a little bit, and she will look over to the Baron and say, Logan, it seems like at least you've gotten a little bit of good help lately. I do not recognize this woman, but maybe she came with someone else. Oh, she's with me. Oh, how generous of you, Hirana, to allow your servants to aid me this evening. Oh, yes. Well, they heard you were having a party and they were eager to come. Wonderful. What? If after dinner they want to attend the party, I would not be... I would not be upset. Oh, thank you. They would love that. Um, You're so generous. Fakirin will, will bow or curtsy. Yes, I'll, I'll do a little curtsy as well. Yes, you can serve the guy next to her who says he'll introduce himself as Mark. No yes. last name. Hello, He's Mark. Mark. And then Pascal is there. And then there's also a woman named Hildegard, who is a dwarven woman nice. who's next to Pascal. Wait, who's the Ar- what's the Arban haired lady's name? My name is Countess Amani Elsied. Also, I can't flirt with the Mark guy ever because that's my dad's name. <laughs> well, good, because Mark is not here for you. Good, fantastic. He's here for me. Oh. That's her companion? Yeah, that's okay. her, her companion for the evening. All right, so Mark and Amani, Pascal sitting next to Hildegard, and then our half-work couple is Narissa and Bart. 
Yes. Too much information I know. This is thrilling. It may come back in handy it later. May. I wanted to at least have the names of these people in case you ended up wanting to interact with them. Fakaren. Fakaren. Is definitely interested in interacting with. Countess? Countess. Amani. This used to be my family's home and then it was given to the Bloodworths. It's gone a pretty downhill from what I've heard. Even since the last time I visited. Karana's just going to give Luke a look. <laughs> Baron <laughs> looks a little bit this. embarrassed. This is an awkward situation. Yeah, Logan looks a bit embarrassed. Right in front of him, jeez. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say anything, though. Huh. I want to inside check her. Of course. Actually, I will assist you. Let's all inside check. Inside check inside party. Inside checks for everyone. Inside check party. I got a 21 on Whoa. this lady. I got a 10. 21 on this lady. Did 16. You, 16. And a 10. I was distracted by Luke. Yeah, Luke is having some some gentle conversation with you and flirting as you eat your beet soup. Cold beet soup. Hey, Hilana mm. would be into cold beet soup. It's good. It's really good. And it sounds super sexy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those cold beets. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> I hope I don't spill these cold beets. <laughs> Oops. Okay, you actually managed to make it sound sexy. Congratulations. Oh my god. Okay. Um, insight check. You, like you said, you, you have your sexy beat soup conversation. You said 17 or 16? 16. She's really hard to read. She definitely seemed like she was flirting with you. She was very straightforward about that. Yeah. And you can also get from that a freebie of Mark seeming embarrassed, but also not saying anything. You definitely pick up on the Baron not saying anything, even though he looks slightly. You can see that he seems a little bit tense when she's saying those right. things, but he doesn't say anything. Her, though, she's really hard to read. Okay. My current theory, you guys, is that her family, they planted the poison flowers that turned everybody into you automatons people. Flowers. The poison you flowers that I made up. Of everyone. No, My I'm not theory. saying it. My theory, everybody. Like, hold on. Excuse me, everyone. Hold on, you guys. I solved the puzzle. Okay. <laughs> the Mur- this puzzle. is a murder mystery party. <laughs> no one's died, though. And, <laughs> and the bloodworts are trying to rehabilitate them, and that's why she said that they went downhill. Because she wants them to, like, all be zombies. May I ask you a question? Have what? you seen any poison flowers anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> they're all in my head. They're all in those wolves. Here. Those ne- it's a metaphor for that whatever they did. Wolf situation. Uh, Laria, the, uh... The murder mystery dinner is next week. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is oh, Lady Cosima's birthday party. <laughs> no, I didn't say that out loud. Oh my gosh! I like. I was like, that's not the story, but you came up with a different one. Good job. Like hey, maybe you'll just change it. <laughs> oh, also, is Chadley here? Where's Chadley at? I don't think they would have wanted Chadley to come to dinner with you. Mm-hmm. I think that Sorry. Chadley probably would have gone with Ferris and Lanny. He's probably in the kitchen. Yeah, or maybe yeah. he's scurried yeah. down, got some. He's gambling with one of the servants. Yeah, yeah. Hello, he's got a problem. Just gets yeah. out his like little squirrel-sized <laughs> dice. He's like, <laughs> and they're like, all right. Frank's like, yeah, just so that we don't have to factor in Chadley with what's happening at this party. You'd never want to factor in Chadley. I don't. What about his <laughs> feelings? <laughs> his feelings. Uh, he wants to go gamble. All right, so a number of different courses are served. I want to compliment Baron Bloodworth that his chef is magnificent. 
He must have good taste in food. Hired such a quality chef. Oh, thank you. The family of the chef has been living here for many generations, and they've passed down their culinary skills. I really appreciate that you enjoy the food. It's not as good as it was last time, and your servants, except for the lovely tiefling and the silver-haired one, are very disappointing, Baron. This is not what I expected of you. Apologies, Countess. I have been doing my best. It's all right, Baron. Some people are just not happy no matter what happens. She gives you a little bit of a, of, of like a sharp look when you say that. And, and I give her a sharp yeah. look. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Sharp look off. <laughs> and I like smirk a little bit. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm on to you, Bielch. Things are heating up over that sexy beat. Sexy. It's actually right now we are we had a cheese stuffed mushrooms and candied carrots Ooh. course, Ooh. and Beautiful. now we are on the the roasted duck with orange and ginger is happening Ooh. right now. So okay. that's when that is occurring. What are you drinking, Karana? I am drinking some honey mead. Mm, very nice. Luke will have the same. He's a little bit more animated. He seems like he's a bit more in his element here. He has a couple of like teasing moments back and forth with the Baron about uh, finding Cosima. And he, he, this is his home for most of his life. He's lived here. And so he seems much more relaxed than he's been in the past. And he's more chatty with you as well. He does occasionally look over at the Countess kind of like apprehensively, but then is focusing mostly on you and the Baron. I think as soon as Lady Amani made it clear she was like there to cause mass destruction, Ferris would stay away from that end of the table. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you can you can attend Cosima um, on her end of the table, hover yeah. around Shannon it to see what's going on oh, down yeah. there. It's a very polite conversation. Cosima is glowing. She seems so Aww. excited and happy, and Aww. and just is having such a wonderful time. And she does have the gem on. She has the big ruby on okay. a pendant right around her neck. All right. Yeah. And since you're staying away from the Countess, I'll serve her the rest of her drinks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think at some point I also want to like make eye contact with Lanny because I know everybody was trying to set her up with Luke, even though I don't think she was really into it. But I want to be like, hey, like give her signals like I'm flirting with him. Is that okay? Like. I'm nodding in real life, but you can't yeah, hear that on the podcast. If you're interested, I'm not going to flirt with him. Oh, no, I it's think, fine. It's fine. It's fine. I think he's into me. <laughs> Go for it. All right. So eventually you have to, Ferris, you have to return down to the wine cellar to fetch a particular. Actually, no, this would be Lanny. Because Hello. Lanny's been serving Amani. She will request a very fancy specific wine. Of and so you will have to go down to the wine cellar to look for it. As you are heading down there through the back servant staircase, you can make a perception check for me. Okay. So that's an 18. See a bunch of poison flowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poison no. flowers. Um, you do see Frank. And he's been helping with serving dishes, but you see him with a basket heading not towards the dining room, but the other way down the hall to a doorway. He opens it and heads down into, as you can see through the doorway a little bit, it looks like a study of some sort. Okay. Um, is there any way that I could follow him without it being super obvious? You can, like, you it, can are stealth there, after Is him, there yeah. anything? Well, I'm kind of asking what the what the halls look like are there any alcoves okay is, is there anything you could 
this hallway that you are currently in and he has just left, it is just servants going back and forth. There's not, like no one is currently there with you. It doesn't have any fancy things in it. The room itself looked like it was a library. You could maybe see some, like some statues and other things in there. So you could probably hide once you got in there, but he's already in that room. So he's not looking at you currently. Is the door open or closed? It's starting to close. Okay, I'm just gonna listen at the door for a minute. Okay, make a perception check. A five. A five. <laughs> Let me see. That's a net one. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> this die, man, it's really good or really bad. You hear a creak of something wooden in the other oh, room, me. like something hinging open, mm. and then a like somebody hit, like he hit his foot on something, and he goes, "Ow." And then it, you hear again a creak, of, and then a little bit of you, f- you feel a little bit of like vibration in the floor. Can is there a keyhole that I could peek through? This door, no. It's a plain back door that looks like it's a it's a servant way of coming in, and l- much like the doors entering into the wood paneled, um, which I didn't mention, into the dining room, it's like a hidden. Quote right, unquote right, door right. that blends in with the wall. Okay. So it blends in with the wood paneling of, but on the back side of it, it's just a plain door. Was it loud when it opened? Like, did it no, make any noise? No, that door was fine. Okay. I'm going to see if I can open the door. Yeah, you push it open. Can I see him? You don't see anyone in this, this room. It's a large library, it has a number of portraits looking like the different relatives in the Bloodworth family up on the walls. But you heard something in here. You saw him come in here. So he must have gone through another kind of servant door or something that's hidden, probably. Probably. Um, can I look for that? Yeah, make an investigation check. Oh, I got a natural one. Nat one. <laughs> you nice. are lost in this room. You are very What confused. the door? <laughs> you, get, you get distracted by all of these portraits. Ooh. Because the, I, they're really well done, and there's one of the current bear, and there's one mm-hmm. of Luke. I think what you notice is you don't see anything that would reflect what, what Luke's mom looked like. You don't see any representation of his mother. Right. So that would have been the Baron's sister. Baron's sister, yeah. Okay. Ferris, do you think that you would notice that Lanny is gone? Yes. Okay, so you follow Lanny shortly after she leaves and catch her going into the study. I'm going to try to figure out where Lanny is and make sure they are okay. Okay. Yeah, you follow, you go through that room into the library and see Lanny standing there looking confused and looking at these different portraits. Oh, Ferris, hi. Hey, Sugar, what what happened? You left kind of quick. Oh, sorry. Um, I saw Frank coming down this way with a basket and I just got the strangest feeling. And then I heard him go into this room and I heard what I thought sounded like a door opening and he said, ow. Um, And then I tried to come inside and he's gone. So I think he must have gone through another one of the servant doors, but I can't find it to save my life. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you, Sugar. Frog and Esme, they are so weird. Okay, good. I'm not the only yeah, one. Yeah, and none of the other servants have have talked to you at all, unless you act talk to them. And it's huh? like the people of the village were so odd. Everybody's odd. It's so weird. And looking around here, of course they only have pictures of the male line. I'm assuming these are the blood words. I did notice that. It's only men. Weird. 
do you... Oh, Lanny, do you think they do something with the women? Or are they just kind of, you know? I, I don't know. Oh, my word. Well, let's see if we can figure out where Frank went. You can make an investigation check, Ferris. Oh, crap. <laughs> We're I like, think now that you're looking, you, could, you could either roll separately or one of you could give the other person advantage. Okay, what's your uh, modifier on that? For investigation, it's just a one. Uh, I have a plus four. Ooh. I would give you advantage. Oh, thank you. Ferris's hand on your back. Gentle. Oh. <laughs> just, yeah. oh, wow. I got a one and a 15. Oh, nice. So I, I'm going to take the 15, the which is a 19. Helped. You see a little bit of scraping on the floor over in the one corner by the one bookshelf. So uh-huh. you're thinking that probably hinges open. All right. And so I'm going to try and open the bookshelf. Yeah, you can do it. Now that you know that it's there, you can pull it open. It's a little bit heavy. If you stop pushing it, it will start to close back in on itself. Oh, I see. Um, And you see behind it, there is a little alcove and a ladder going down. (gasps) What is that? Word. Okay, our story is, I thought that I had seen that he had hurt himself and were concerned if we get caught. Agreed. All right, let's go. Hey there, it's your DM and pal Emily. Just here with a few quick announcements. Get through them super fast so you can get right back into the action. First off, if you haven't yet, please go ahead and follow us on social media. We are at Roll for Romance on most channels. We'd love to hear from you, interact with you. If you mention at Roll for Romance, you may end up being called out not in a bad way, but in a fun, special way, as a token of our appreciation in a future episode. Speaking of which, thank you so much to at Justice of Alora on Twitter. You've been sending so many good, fun, wonderful messages to us, and we appreciate you. You are awesome. And yes, Miles is an Oath of Vengeance paladin, which is a little bit shocking, but as you find out a little bit more about him, you will come to realize why. In case you hadn't heard, we have a coffee, which is a great way for you to contribute if you want to monetarily to the cause of our podcast. Any donations that you make there are a great way to show your support and also help us to keep improving the podcast, keep making new content. If we can get the funds to do things, then we're able to do more new, exciting, romantic endeavors. On the coffee, you will also see that it has all of our romantic TTRPG content. So if any of that interests you, please check out the link in the episode notes. That is all for now, so let us get back to the evening's birthday party. Back at the table, you are on the final course. It is the dessert course. There's an elegant fruits of the forest tart and a champagne. I love it. As the champagne comes out, they're going to toast Lady Cosima. The Baron stands up and holds up his glass of champagne. Thank you all for joining us this very special occasion. We celebrate my beloved Cosima. And he gestures for her to stand up and she does like Oh, okay, fine. If you must. <laughs> if I must. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love her. 
We celebrate my beloved Cosima, the precious sapphire that stole my heart and showed me I could become a new and better man. She is truly my savior. I was lost and lonely without her light. Tonight, we celebrate her birthday in true Bloodworth fashion, with good food, delicious drinks, and exquisite company. Now, let's get this party started. <laughs> and the double doors behind him opened up into a very elegant ballroom. I really wanted, when he said, get this party started, I wanted, like, lasers yes, to yeah, come up. Yeah, I was like, lasers, to- yeah. like, people with ribbons. <laughs> like. I would say that you do hear music <laughs> swelling up immediately oh, from the ballroom as it nice. opens, and you see some glittering coming from a chandelier that is in the ballroom. And Luke will offer you his arm and lead you into the ballroom. The ballroom has dark marble floor and an enormous chandelier, mirrored walls, and a huge stained glass window on the back wall overlooking a rose garden, dense forest, and an enormous gnarled tree. Mm. The music is coming up. People are talking, having some more after dinner drinks, and beginning to maybe dance. But let's go back to our other friends. You head down. You're going down to the basement, you assume. Who's going down the ladder first? I'll go. Okay. And you do notice that the the bookcase is closing behind you. Okay. Hopefully we can shove it open. So that's why you think maybe he said, ow, like he got his foot, he Ah. he closed too fast and maybe bumped his elbow. You both have dark vision, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's, there's no light in here currently. Make a perception check to see if you see Franck and I'll make a perception check for Franck. Oh, natural 20. Nice. 17. Excellent. Franck does not see you. This room itself looks like... A botany lab and like a wizard study type of situation, arcane study. Is it full of poison flowers? Called it. You don't see it. you don't see poison flowers. <laughs> However, you do see what looks like cuttings of something. The Nat 20, you see very clearly Frank is taking a book off of a bookshelf, placing it in the basket, and he starts to head back over towards you guys. Are he has not seen you. He's not paying any attention, even though you're literally just standing there. Uh, can we hide? Yeah, uh, make, hide, a, hide, make hide. a stealth check real quick as he comes back towards the ladder. I got a 17. That's enough to beat what he did. So. I did too, 17. Yeah. Ooh, 17 you twins. You very easily can hide behind one of the laboratory tables and he goes back up the ladder with his basket and book. Let's poke around. Yeah, I definitely want to investigate the laboratory. Yeah, of course. Make an investigation check, both of you. And are you looking for anything in particular? I just try to want to figure Still, out yeah. what the hell they're doing yeah. in here. 15. Seven. Okay. So I think mostly it'll just be that you'll get more surface level stuff and then I'll go into some more details with Lanny. So you do see, like I said, there were a number of bookshelves. It looks like there's some alchemical supplies, some things that maybe a wizardly type person would be using for magical crafting, a lot of tomes that deal with different types of magic. Nothing that stands out to you as particularly creepy or weird. There are a lot of books also on horticulture and botany and that kind of stuff. That's what you get, I would say, because there's more details over where you're going, which is a table with these, because you're like, I fucking knew it. It's these poison flowers. (laughs) You're drawn over to a table that has a number of cuttings that look like they're probably from a tree. They are in soil that, and they each are labeled with a different number. And then you do see a notebook next to them with notes written in it. I'm going to read the notebook. What? Why did you do that? (laughs) You look at the different plants. Most of them seem withered. 
gnarled, not doing great. One of them looks much healthier than the others. And as you read through the notes, you can understand that he has tried various things to promote regrowth of these cuttings from what he calls the heartwood. And basically, in his words in here, the infusion of his own blood was the only thing that helped make the plant grow. And that was the only success he's had so far, that the Serlinite's blood was too weak and diluted to help. And then he has a note next to that that says, must use own blood, don't want to hurt anyone. Does it say who wrote that? You assume it's the Baron. Okay. Weird. I think it would be best if we went somewhere we could talk without getting caught. Okay. I'm down for that. I'm going to point to the book, though. And just kind of hand it to Ferris so she can read what I yeah, saw. Yeah, you see the same thing. Ferris is going to read that and her eyes are going to get really big. And then she'll try to put it back exactly as we found it. Yeah, let's boogie on out of here. Ferris will suggest that, hey, they did invite us to come join. So we could go upstairs and put on our party duds. Sounds good to me. Back to the ballroom with Hilrana and Luke. There is dancing that has begun. What would you like to do, Hilrana, as you were in this ballroom? I guess it would make more sense for me to go talk to Duchess Cosima. All right. She's reunited with the Baron and they were making out again. And he is going to dance with her and he sees you approach and he says, Oh, Hilrana, how did you enjoy the dinner? Oh, it was wonderful. Has Luke been a good companion? Oh, for he's wonderful evening? too. Everything about this evening has been magical. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm, I'm so glad that we can put behind our differences. Oh, I am too. And I'm so glad that you found each other. I can tell you're very much in love. We really are. He is. He has helped me become the woman that you see before you. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I was wondering, Duchess Cosima, if I might have a word with you in private? Of course, yes, darling, if you don't mind. No, yes, of course. I won't keep her for too long, Baron. As long as you don't keep her away from me for too long, <laughs> it will be quite all right. She can go over uh, to a corner or a side, side room if you would like to. Okay. I'm just going to be straightforward with her and say, hey, Duchess Cosima, I have a little bit of a problem. I'm hoping... You might be able to help me with. Oh, well, uh, I can do my best. It's a little embarrassing. You see the jewel that you're wearing that you got as a gift? Isn't it lovely? Luke it got it for me. It is so lovely. <laughs> um, the problem is that jewel was originally owned by a client of my father's and he lost it. And over time it came into your possession but now my father is in jail because of it, and we can't get him out until we get the jewel back. And I don't know what to do, because obviously you received it as a gift, and it's not very fair. I can say, if you'd be willing to part with the jewel, we would be able... My father is a jeweler. I'm sure he'd be able to come up, let the Baron pick out any gift for you, and perhaps also include a favor. Which, you know, a favor from a gin is not to be taken lightly. And I also made you this candle. <laughs> She's just watching um, and you present the candle to her. I will say because you took the time to make the candle, you mentioned the stuff about your dad, you can roll persuasion with advantage. Excellent. Yay. I'm not very persuasive. I should have took somebody else with me. 
I rolled a three and I have a negative one. So I got a two on this. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> she looks at you. She's listening. Her face twists in all kinds of different emotions as you're talking. And then she says, I feel like this is quite rude to ask someone. This is a birthday present for me. And I, if your father got himself in jail, that's not my fault. I do not disagree with it you. It seems like nefarious Kusima. behavior may run in your blood. I also don't disagree with you there. <laughs> you can see why it would be quite upsetting for me to give away my birthday present. I do agree with you, Duchess Cosima, but... I thought it couldn't hurt to ask. Well, you asked. Now, if you'll excuse me, I... Unless you have anything else that you want to tell me, I'm going to go back to the birthday party. There was the gang that was going to kill you. Oh, yeah, there's a gang that's going to kill me. (laughs) Okay, make a persuasion check again. I forgot. I'm so wrapped up in so much drama. (laughs) Just a straight roll, though, not not with advantage. A three. <laughs> oh my god. Tarana needs better persuasion. I find that hard to believe. And she storms out of the room. Oh, man. Back to the, the dancing. Well, you know what? Not though? surprising. Good for you for asking. Yeah. Luke looks at you as you come back, like, hmm? hey, hey. How, how did it go? Oh, it did not go well. Oh, no. I didn't think it would, honestly. I would hate for anything to happen to you. Oh, we I'm will sure figure I'll something out. Aside from the murderous gang and being kidnapped, and my father being in jail, and mercenaries probably out for him, you know, it's just a regular weekend. Ilrana, I swear to you that we will, we will figure this out, and I will, I will find a way. This cannot happen to you. I do appreciate that, Luke. Maybe we um, let her wear it this evening, and then enjoy ourselves, and tomorrow. She may be more amenable. That sounds like a good plan. Plus, it is a lovely party, and I would rather enjoy the rest of the night. You are lovely company. Oh, thank you. And he will ask you if you would like to dance. And I will. (gasps) Make a performance check to see how good of a dancer you are. Nat 20! This is the hottest dance anyone has ever seen. I'm working um, that spider web silk. So good. Even the Baron stops and like claps at the end, and Kasima begrudgingly claps, and it's just beautiful. It's in a very steamy dance with Luke. He he seems a bit flushed afterward. Would you like to um, get a drink for a moment? I feel a bit overheated. <laughs> oh, that sounds wonderful. All right. He will take you into one of the the side rooms, out of the ballroom. But let us go back because it is the party and the other people were going to come down to the party. And I forgot that. So you have gone back up to the room. You are getting changed into, I. you probably brought something nice with yeah. you just in case. As you are exiting, you, Ferris, you see Countess Amani coming up the stairway and heading towards her rooms, and she sees you, and she says, Oh, what are you doing up here? Well, um, we were invited to attend the party. Oh, how wonderful. I would love for you to save me a dance. And Mark is behind her, just like standing there, looking very embarrassed, and she's like, Come on, Mark. 
I need to get something from my room. You're a servant, right? Could you possibly aid me for a moment? Oh, I would love to aid you. Excellent. And she will go into the rooms, which are much, much nicer, open the door, and then wait, wait for you to follow her. And Ferris most certainly will. <laughs> Why hasn't Ferris been kidnapped before? It seems like it would be much easier. It would be much easier. <laughs> to Ferris. Well, Ferris has a character flaw that she cannot resist a pretty face. Oh yes, that's true. Lanny, you you can you can see this happening. Are you just going to go down to the party? Um, I'm going to wait for Ferris just in case something weird happens. Okay. Well, they definitely closed the door behind them and you are left standing in the hallway deciding if you want to stay or go down to the party with Hilary. I don't know that Ferris would do that though. She just asked you to help her. I'm not saying you're going to have sex with her. It's oh. just, this is what, what has happened is she's asked you to come into the room to help her with something. Jesus, not okay. an invitation. And <laughs> you entered the room and then Mark, as after you went inside, closed the door. That's all that's Okay. So, so I was thinking Ferris wouldn't close the door behind us, but Mark closed Mark the door. Closed it, okay. Yes. Well then, yeah. I'm just going to wait. Okay. Waiting in the hallway. Yeah. I hate to ask you after you've gotten so dressed up, but I'm afraid Mark is quite useless and he doesn't know how to light a fire and these rooms get so chilly at night i wanted to make sure that they were heated up beforehand oh i will be certainly glad to light your fire madam wonderful and she sits down and mark goes over and he starts just like rubbing her shoulders and she's like just stop and you go into the bedroom where the fireplace is okay you can make a perception check to see if you hear anything that's going on yeah outside in the hallway 13 no, you, you hear the muffled voices, but you don't really right. hear anything in particular. As uh, you come back into the room, Ferris, you notice immediately that Amani is making out with Mark and like kissing him very furiously and licks his neck a little bit and then looks back at you and she says, Oh, Mark, you, you just, you're not really doing it for me lately. Make a perception check. Poor Mark, man. <laughs> Twelve. Mark had kind of a high collared suit. You do see the signs of something like what maybe had bit him at some point on his neck. Great. And he, he pulls his collar back up a little bit and she's just looks over at you. Well, thank you so much for lighting the fire. Why don't you come over here for a minute? Ferris is going to be a snack. <laughs> she already is a snack. Oh, Ferris will use her best smile to curtsy and say, oh, madam, I would love to, but I am here to attend my other mistress. Why don't you come over here for a minute? And she's gonna oh, okay. something on you. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me, Ferris. Uh, six. Yeah, you are charmed by this woman. Oh, of course yeah. You are so into her. She comes over to you and she says, isn't this nice? And she she gives you a, a like a, a delicate kiss on the lips, and then starts to brush your hair, your fake blonde hair, yeah. to the side, and then sinks her fangs into your neck. <gasps> She's going to drink from you uh, seventeen hit points worth of damage, and your hit point maximum is reduced by seventeen. She will brush your hair back over your neck so much better than, than you, Mark. And he gets all upset and uh, she then she gives him a little kiss on the cheek and she, she just says, all right, have a great time at the party. And you're still charmed. Oh, yeah. And you can leave and uh, looking maybe, I don't know, looking happy. All right. I will bow or curtsy yeah. and stroll out the door. Ready to go? 
Oh, yes, I'm ready. Countess Armani is so lovely. Do you head down to the party? Yeah. Yeah. So, Luke, he has taken you into a side sitting room. Looks like maybe a sunroom of some sort. He says, how are you enjoying the evening, Hirana? Aside from not being able to get the jewel back, uh, it's been wonderful. It it really has, hasn't it? As I said, I I will find a way. I'm sure that she would be willing to give it up when it is not her, her chosen jewelry for the evening. But I can't help but feel like there is something between us after that dance. <laughs> That's how everyone feels after they dance with me. I, I am not positive that is the case. You are you're so beautiful and charming and intelligent and captivating and I... I just, I just feel overwhelmed almost when I'm around you. Well, aren't you the flatterer? It is the truth. Oh my god. Hilrana's <laughs> very awkward. Um. Hilrana's <laughs> 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 too flustered. She doesn't know what to say because she has no charisma. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Was that too full? Oh no, I just don't get flirted with very often to tell you the truth. I don't understand why. um, (laughs) So I don't quite know how to handle it. Well, maybe perhaps I I could kiss you. Oh, I would like that very much. Okay, so he will lean over and kiss you. And because we sent the president, sent the president. We sent the president. (laughs) Sent the precedent of having to roll for kissing. We will roll for our kiss. Oh no! See how good this. Don't let it be charisma. Are we just rolling a twenty? I would say you could either add your a performance modifier to that, or you could add just your dexterity modifier to it. Acrobatics. (laughs) If you can argue for something for me, I'll let you do it. Survival. Survival. (laughs) Okay. You can roll survival, sure. I'm kissing for my life. (laughs) Kissing for your life. Okay, perfect. You can I'll let you add survival. Why the fuck not? Yay! It is an incredibly it starts as a very gentle kiss and kind of he becomes a little bit more passionate and you are kissing for a while and then he will pull away and he looks away um, somewhat embarrassed. He's a very good kisser as well. He got a 20, not a nat 20. Uh-huh. And he is flushed and he looks away and I, you can make an insight check if you would like to. 16. He's having a hard time looking at you at this moment. The insight I guess the best you could pick up on that would be that he seems embarrassed. I, I'm so sorry. It is, um, I feel very strongly and I, I, I do not want you to see me like this. Like what? What's, what's the matter? It, it is better if we go back to the party. Did I do something wrong? No, no. Please. I'm, I'm so sorry. Alright, if it would make you feel better. I would want more than anything to stay here with you, but I... I cannot. I. He he doesn't really know what to say. He looks embarrassed and like kind of has his hand in his face, and he's like, "I want I want to stay, but." I'm gonna take his hand away from his face. Okay, you take you take his hand away from his face, and you can now see things have come down from his mouth, and he he looks at you and he apologetically, and he's like, "I'm I'm so sorry." I'm just gonna stroke the side of his face. It is. I, I'm not afraid of you, honey. 
I'm, it's not what you think. I am not, um, I'm not. I was like this since I was born. I don't know why. Hirana is going to cast Primal Savagery. I grow fangs and claws. <laughs> His eyes widen and then he smiles and you guys can have some... I'm gonna crawl up Savage on his lap. time, make it out. Oh my god! So, back at the party, you guys have come down. Hilrana is not there, Luke's not there, so who knows what's going on with those <laughs> So, I guess we would immediately see that they have gone off into another room. Yes, you don't okay. see them scanning the room. Well, Ferris is pretty happy for them. Uh, I could have gotten kidnapped again. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, that's true. You could have. Yeah. Last time I disappeared, you guys were like, oh, she's just fine. Uh, yeah, considering she did just get her ass kidnapped, I'm sure we would want to know where she is. Okay. Yeah. Um, You can investigate the downstairs. I will say that you get to a closed door and you hear... Some primal sounds happening from behind the door. And I'm not, I'm not assuming anything in particular is happening. I'm just saying that Helena cast primal savagery. Primal. So some, some stuff's going on back it's there. Like cat noise. Yeah. <laughs> Dishes breaking. Um, yeah. Ferris will start laughing. Okay. And be like, I think she's fine. Is that Helena? I think it is. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm wondering if she had a chance to speak to Lady Cosima. Um, well, if she has, I don't think it worked because she's still wearing the necklace. Oh, damn it. Lady, I think we might have to steal that thing right off of her neck. Well, let, let's see what happens. All right. You're so level-headed. I appreciate you. I appreciate you as well. Hmm. As you have your mutual appreciation, the evening goes on, the dancing continues, the clock chimes at midnight, and then a bunch of servants come around and ring bells. You hear from the room that you and Luke have been shredding each other. I don't know what that <laughs> even means. The sound of a servant ringing the bell and somebody knocks on the door and says, Duchess Cosima and Baron Bloodworth request your presence out in the gardens. And so everyone is being brought by servants out in front of the tree. So everybody heads over and you see now that it has been set up with a beautiful, all these different candles and luminaries are out and up in the branches of the tree. It looks like there are a bunch of firefly type creatures that are lighting the air and everything is just kind of has a magical energy to it. Logan and Cosima come and stand in front of everyone and Frank gives Logan the book that he had and he opens it up and says, Thank you all for coming tonight. Some of the other party goers look like they are slightly disheveled. Some of them look super intoxicated. Cosima has actually, I forgot to mention this, has changed into a silk white gown and he has on a lovely green tuxedo. And he says, tonight, we not only celebrate the birth of my darling Cosima, but also the union between two lonely hearts yearning for something better and new. We hope you will not mind witnessing our union this evening. We could not wait any longer to be joined in body and soul. Here before the sacred heartwood, I declare my love and admiration for Duchess Cosima Claudia. She will become the life's blood of Serlin and a steward of these woods as well as my love. I shed my own blood to show her and the forest that I wish to gift her my love and live together from now on. And he takes a dagger out from that basket and he slices his palm and he kind of squeezes 
blood onto the ground. He holds his hand out to Kasima and she kisses his palm. And when her it comes away, she has some blood on her mouth. You guys do anything while this is happening? Can Hirana do a nature trek on the tree? Yeah. Ferris is fascinated. Yeah. Uh, nine. It looks like it's sick. It's similar to the other trees that were in the forest where it seems like there was some kind of blight. There are parts of it that seem a little bit healthier. And you, I think even with a nine, everybody would notice that as his blood hits the ground, a few moments later, the tree does seem ever so slightly more vibrant. And you also see that the clouds and the, the leaves above you have parted a little bit and moonlight is starting to come down into this grove where the tree is. What's everybody's passive perception? I always forget this. 11. 12. 14. I think with the 14, Hilrana, you still kind of have these primal senses going on a little bit from your encounter. And you do notice that some of the people around you seem to be changing ever so slightly. Like Pascal is, some of his hair seems to be getting thicker and kind of growing along his arms a little bit more and up his neck. The half-orc husband and wife, they their skin almost seems like it becomes slightly more gray and less vibrant. And then the dwarven woman also seems like her beard is getting a bit thicker. Is anything happening to the rest of us? I would say no. Nobody else, you don't notice anything else. Cosima, after she has sucked the blood away from his hand, says, When I met Logan, I knew that I had finally found a purpose. I've lived my life in the shadow of my family. I've taken the proper and prim path all of my life. Logan showed me that I could be so much more. Thank you for showing me what who I can be and for letting my heart soar, unfettered by duty and fear. I pledge my life to you and to Solin. Let me be the infusion that you all have needed and bring about a new way of life. And they kiss passionately for a very long period of time. The moonlight glows a lot brighter. People are now, you can see, are visibly transforming into other things. Some of the party guests, some of them, a lot of them are just normal people, but you can see that Pascal is turning into some kind of werewolf. The dwarven woman looks like she's transforming into some kind of bear. And the half-orc couple seem like all of their features are kind of melting away into these more gray alien-like people. The countess, her features seem a lot sharper and more sallow. And the baron, most notably, after this happens, he looks much, much, much younger. He looks a lot more like Luke. He, the whatever middle-aged guise he had on has faded. Ferris, actually, if you had any kind of magical component to your disguise, that has also faded. I don't know if you did or not. Nah, it was just regular. So they kiss passionately and he pulls away and she, everybody can make one more perception check for me. 16. 28, but not Nat. 12. Okay, I would say that the only the 20 notices that she does an almost imperceptible nod and then he looks at her and then tears into her throat, blood flowing down to stain her white dress. He holds her as she faints and continues to drink and then lays her out on the ground. Oh my god. 
in that moment, some people are shocked and alarmed. The Countess turns over to her companion, Mark, and starts feeding on him. I am going to use the confusion to run over and snatch the jewel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. For real. Okay. Eyes on the prize. Holy shit. Which is very good that you do this in this moment. You run up to the body, make a dexterity check for me to grab that jewel because something's happening with her body after he lays it down on the ground. Seven. You know, grabbing a jewel, I would say, is a five, a DC five. Yeah. Chad yeah. After you grab the thing and then you see roots coming out from the ground and they envelop her body and pull it down into the soil. Some people gasp in horror. And in that moment, it's kind of almost like time stops and he stands there and pulls out his book and says an incantation and then waits and waits. Nothing happens and he looks scared. The Countess comes up, slaps him, and he looks shocked, and she says, I told you that wasn't going to be enough. We need more blood to make the heartwood better. And so she's going to then slit Mark's throat. <gasps> well, Ooh. no loss there. We really need to stop going to rich people's parties. 